Happy New Year. Welcome to the next season here at Living Redefined. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I hope you're ready to jump in. Really doing something a little bit different. We're going to focus on how we can live a life that, that mirrors or imitates Jesus. Living Redefined. Redefine the way that the world tells us to do life and the, the way the world tells us to behave. And so uh, make sure if you're here right now, brand new today, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for being here with me. Us, Heather's somewhere around here, so you're kind of with us. Um, make sure you subscribe. If you want to support our ministry, make sure you go to onecity.info forward slash partner. All right. And so as we jump in today, we're stepping into a new season. This is obviously a brand new year. This is also a new series. As you know, we've taken over uh, another church in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. We're here now. This is the new backdrop, the new setting. We won't be here for long. We'll be doing this in the church from uh, here in the near future. And so don't have Wyatt today. So Wyatt Miller, I miss you today, man. And uh, thankful to have uh, Jarrett Melton helping me out and do this, uh, kind of get the setup to, today by myself. And so thankful for those guys and uh, just just honored to be uh, here, to be your pastor, to help you move forward in your faith. And so from Michigan to Texas, from Oklahoma to Colorado, if you're joining me right now, thanks. It means a lot. Um, I'd love to know who you are and where you're from. And so make sure you put something in the chat, let me know so I can follow up with you. Now, if you open your Bibles and your notebooks, we're going to get started I'm uh, going to prepare our hearts to receive today. Father, thanks so much for the opportunity, Lord, to sit and to be in your presence. Lord, to hear your word. Lord, I ask you to open our eyes and our ears. Lord, help us to hear. Open our hearts, Father God, to receive. Open our hands. Lord, help us to move forward, to leave change today, to leave better, to be better disciples. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, uh, in a new season of life, starting a new series, the series is titled Roots, and today... The title of the message is, wait for it, Hold Fast and Stand Together. Hold Fast and Stand Together. This is what God put on my heart when, um, when transition hit us. And we knew we were going to be transitioning. It was, it was confirmed uh, with me through a friend who's a believer. Here's what Hebrews 10.23 says. This is what we're parking on today. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. In 2022, we must hold fast to our faith, to our hope, and to our trust in Jesus. If we can't hold fast to that, we're not going to be rooted. So the goal, the goal for 2022 is to be rooted. You should write that down, highlight it, whatever. Do not waver. Um, other versions of this scripture say, hold unswervingly, hold tightly, hold resolutely, hold firmly, hold on to and essentially, don't let go of your confession. Don't let go of your profession of faith, hope, love, and trust in God. Philippians 2.7 is a great follow-up to this. So the, that I, we just talked about hold fast. Now I want to talk, talk about stand together. Stand together. Paul tells us in Philippians 1.27, Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I will hear about you that you are standing together, firm in one spirit, with one mind, working side by side for the faith that comes from the gospel. How many of you know that in 2022, we as believers must stand together? We have to stand together because everything that's outside of the will of God is coming against us and trying to tear us apart. We must do everything in our power, one, to stand together, but two, to bring others in. It's fulfilling the Great Commission. We can only stand together, though, for real. We have to be real. We have to be honest, open, upfront with each other. 
growing in our relationship with God. This means growing deeper roots, right? And so then holding fast. If we're talking about roots, this is, this is being rooted, you know, being grounded, standing firm, growing in our relationship with God. If we're going to stand through 2022 and if we're going to get it grow through 2022, we must have a solid root system. There's no better way to start the first of the year than attacking this uh, question right here. And so then, rooted in what? Rooted in Jesus. Because we know that John 15 tells us, apart from him, we will do nothing. And the reality is that everything in the world would like for you to be separated from God. They would like you to be separated from your belief, from your integrity, from your morals, from your values. And the world would like you to feel like you're lost and alone. And they want to flip that and make you feel like you're special, that you're unique, that you can do anything that you want to do as long as you'll do what they ask you, right? In the Bible, God, Jesus expects us to be, to be rooted. Paul in Hebrews and Philippians challenges us to do what? Hold fast and stand together. Hold fast and stand together. So my challenge to you is the same as I lead my family doing this right now. I mean, we kind of feel like we're on an extended vacation right now. All around me are boxes and paper and, and just Axton's toys are spread all over the front room. It's just like we've got out of the spin cycle and we're still kind of just kind of getting our footing. It's crucial to me that we get our house settled, that, that we, you know, make it ours, but we also gain stability, that we get back into our routine of life, how we lead our family the Bible and breakfast with our kids, the little bitty things, those home-cooked meals at night that we get to talk around the table about, right? And so our recent transition is really an answer to a four-year prayer that we've been praying. And so then we're here to set roots, to eliminate the shuffle and the transitions. We really want to gain stability and eliminate the inconsistencies that have been thrown at us, right? We want to grow with people who want to grow. We want to be with people who are ready to move forward in their faith, and that's you, that's you. And so then God calling us to lead in Colorado is really the next chapter for all of us. It's not just the next chapter for me and my family, but it's also the next chapter for us online as we move forward in our faith. And so then the reality of us moving is really it's an expansion of Jesus' ministry. This is an expansion of Jesus' ministry. This is what we call going into all the world. This is the next chapter. And so as individuals, we must hold fast. And as a body of believers, we must stand together. We're all followers of Jesus. We're a body of believers. So this has nothing to do with a location. It's nothing to do with a building or a name, but it has everything to do with seeing the great uh, commission fulfilled. And so then, so then now you look and you understand, okay, we are God's plan and not just me, Heather, and our kids. We as believers, we are God's plan to go into all the world and what? Preach the gospel leave no stone unturned, right? Make sure everybody hears the name of Jesus and everybody has that option, has that choice. And so when you look around, if you look around you right now, there's probably empty seats next to you on your couch or maybe even in your bed and, and your spouse doesn't believe the same thing that you believe or want to engage like you do or maybe they just want to be a bum today, right? But I think there's room for everybody in everybody's house, in your car, wherever you're listening to, where somebody needs to be sitting beside you engaging in these messages. And so make sure that you're sharing them with them. Okay? Standing together means this. If I want to go back to Philippians 1.27. Standing together means being consistent. That means when we're, not to, when we're not together, that we still represent the kingdom. We still represent Jesus. It means being consistent regardless of where we are. And so 
The world is shredding Christians for our inconsistencies, just like the middle of America is shredding the East and the West for the inconsistencies in what we do with our masks, okay? And that's not a slam, that's just the reality. If you haven't been outside of where you live, you need to go visit middle America, Iowa, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas. The, those states, you would, you would believe it's a different world. It's amazing. It's, ama it's amazing the difference between the sites. And then coming from Michigan to Colorado, two very, very similar fields when it comes to how we're supposed to behave and, and how we're supposed to learn how to do what everybody else is doing. And so here's the thing. Jesus said, be hot or be cold. That means make a decision. And I think people with, with morals, people with standards, people with, an in, with integrity have an issue with lukewarm, with the gray, in and out, unsure. It makes it tough. It makes it really tough because you want to, you want to because, well, we're all kind of doing it, but we're not to conform, right? But, but we are being asked to do this and now we're not, and now we are, and now we're not. And so some people just have an issue and go, hey, listen, let me know. Let me know when you get it figured out, okay? And so then if we're going to hold fast, we have to make a decision. We're in or out, we're hot, or we're cold. And so then this means no matter where we are, no matter where we gather across the country, right? We're a body of believers. We're rooted and we're growing in a relationship as disciples and as a community of faith. That community of faith stretches around the world. And so as we go, our roots in our relationships, in our discipleships, and in community, in discipleship, and in community, they remain. You don't pick up your roots after you shut this off or after you skip forward. They don't disappear. They're still there. Who you are and whether you're this, whether you're an inch deep or a mile deep, your, your roots are still there. And you're going to grow every week. So then it's not like they disappear. You don't replant yourself every time you sit down or, you know, turn this on. You're not going to replant yourself. You're already planted. You're already rooted. And so the goal is to grow. We want to grow every week. We want to get a little bit better every week. We want to become a little bit more like Jesus every week. That's the goal. And so we step into this next season, this new year, this new year. And in the new season, in this new season, I believe we as believers are called to do three things. One, hold fast. It's Hebrews 10, 10 23. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. What am I saying? To hold, how to hold fast? Be rooted. That was the challenge when we started. There it goes again. The second thing that we're challenged to do this year is to stand together. Stand together. Live your life. It's Philippians 1.27. Live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I will hear about you. You are standing together firm in one spirit, with one mind, working side by side for the faith that comes from the gospel. Stand together. And finally, the third thing is Philippians 4, 8. And this is to all believers. This is Paul. This is to all believers. He says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is worthy of respect, whatever is right, meaning confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. What, what does he mean? This is the Amplified. It says, center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. What's Philippians 4, 8 saying? Fix your thoughts and focus on Jesus. The three things that we can do this year is one, hold fast, 
Hold fast to our belief. Stand together. Be united. Don't tear each other apart. If we have Jesus in common, we should be united. Two, to do that, we're going to have to fix our thoughts and focus on Jesus. We have to do that. Because in 2022, God's calling every one of his followers to be rooted and to be united. We must. We must. And the reality is, is this. It's not, it's not hard. It's not like, oh man, like I was really hoping you were going to say something better today, Dusty. It's an opportunity. We get to lead this because it's the greatest cause on the face of the earth. We get to lead this. But it's going to take all of us, and it's going to take all of us consistently. It's going to take all of us consistently. How will we accomplish this? How can we hold fast? How can we stand together, and how can we focus on Jesus? It takes three things. Real relationships. A real relationship with God, a real relationship with others. That's Matthew 22, 37 through 39. It's also Acts chapter 2, okay? It takes intentional discipleship. Growing in your relationship. Growth in your relationship with God. It's Acts chapter 2. It takes real community. You need to surround yourself with people who believe the same thing you believe. Don't put on a mask. Not with those who front. Not with those who like the filters, okay? Eliminate those people, okay? Can you pour into them? Yes. Can you have relationships with them? Yes. But if those are your number one people you hang out with, you're going to become like them and you will conform. And so then, you have to surround yourself with good people. You become who you surround yourself with. Find people who love Jesus this year. And that's going to require devotion. It's going to require a shift in how you believe, and how you think, how you move forward. Acts 2.42 says this. They were continually and faithfully devoting themselves to the instruction of the apostles, discipleship, and to fellowship, just community, eating meals together, and praying. It's what I just asked. That you would be in a real relationship that you would be intentional in your devotion, that you would be part of a community of faith. That's what Acts 2.42 just says. So then, Dusty, devoted to what? This is real. Here's your action steps. If you're a New Year's resolution type of person, you want to know, well, I don't, what do you mean? Like, what are the things that I could be working on personally to become a better believer, to be in a better relationship with God, to grow in my relationship with God, to be a better disciple, to become more like Jesus, right? And to be in a community of faith, to be part of that community. Here they are. There's four things. If you're taking notes, Write these down. You're going to be devoted to what? To learn every day. Learn every day. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Right? Nobody stays the same. You've heard that before. This is John 17, 3. Here's what it says. Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true, supreme, and sovereign God, and in the same manner know Jesus as the Christ, as the Christ whom you have sent. Learning starts with knowing God. Matthew eleven twenty nine. 29, you know this. Jesus tells us, take his yoke and learn and learn from him for it's easy and it's light. Learn. To learn is to know. To continually learn, we must continually engage with God. You can open the word. You can worship, pray, do those things. Not to do them, but to be. You step into that time with God every day, expectant, expectant. Not to say, I did that. Well, I, I got that out of the way, right? Listening, listening is being devoted to become better disciples. Sorry, learning. (laughs) Learning is being devoted to becoming a better follower, to being closer to God. Learning is discipleship. Learning is discipleship. Nobody has it all figured out. I'm not, I don't pretend to know everything. I don't have it all figured out. 
God reveals something to me almost every day. And the days he doesn't, it's just because of my ignorance. And so learning his discipleship, it gives us deeper roots, which allows us to grow and become more mature in our faith. So then learn every day, learn every day. Number two, be devoted to love always. Matthew 22, 37 and 39, right? Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Why? Because 1 Peter 4, 8 tells us that love covers everything. Love covers everything. Does it really? Yes. If love doesn't cover everything for you, you're not operating in love. You're just not. What's that mean? That means you get a, you, you've got to get away from fear and offense. Get away from it. Because that's where the enemy wants you to live, and that stunts your growth, and it kills your roots. It kills your roots. There is no root system when we're constantly walking around in fear and offense. Walk in love. Operate in love. Why? Because God says love covers everything. His love covered you. His love through you lets you walk without fear and without offense. Number three, we're going to be devoted to value people. To value people. This is Matthew 6, 20 to 21. What do you mean value people? Put treasure in heaven. What does God treasure? He treasures people, right? Here's what Matthew 6, 20 and 21 says. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where neither moth nor, nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart, amplified version, your wishes, your desires, and that on which your life centers will also be. God's heart is people. So is mine. So is ours. Right? He values his creation, his kids, his children, his sons, his daughters. He values those people. The world, for God so loved the world. He values the world in heaven. So do we. So do we. This is the heart behind why we give. This is the heart behind why you support. So the message can go forward, so lives can be changed. People in heaven hold the greatest value. They hold the greatest worth to God, and they hold the greatest worth to you and me. That's what sending treasure ahead is. We're putting treasure in heaven when people get there. This is the heart behind the Great Commission. What do you mean? That we would value people enough to lead them to heaven. That we would value people enough to lead them to heaven instead of being offended by them or turned off by them. That we would value the human race enough to lead them to heaven. Here's the understanding. We can't convert anybody. I'm not going to convert anybody. I won't. I can have a conversation. I can sure lead a conversation. I can lead that conversation. And I trust that those conversations are going to lead for decisions for Jesus. All by me being consistent with my example. We mean consistent from Sunday to Sunday. Sunday to Sunday. Be who I am. So then, the fourth thing, excuse me, is to devote ourselves. Devote ourselves to lead the way. Devote ourselves to lead the way. This is 1 Corinthians 5, uh, 15, 3. Paul says, For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance. That means, as soon as I got it, I got it to you. For what I received, I passed on to you as of first importance. This is the number one thing that you need to know. That's what Paul said, okay? In 1 Corinthians, Paul tells us again, woe to me if I don't share the gospel. Woe to me if I don't. 
So then we bring others along by first being examples of who Jesus is. First Timothy 4.12 says, Be an example in word, deed, purity, and faith, charity, and everything. Show people who Jesus is. Don't tell them. In 2022, everybody wants to tell you something on your Facebook feed and your Facebook messenger, Instagram messenger, all that. Everybody wants to, wants to shout at you and let you know how you can fix it, how you can be better, how you can do this, what you need, you should do this, you could do this. Everybody wants to tell you and nobody's listening to that. Nobody's listening to that. But man, if I can show you without opening my mouth, I'm going to be an example. Even if I have to use words, that's how we lead the way. That's how we lead the way. And so then finally, to learn more on being an example, what does that mean? Go to Colossians chapter three this week. It's homework. It's homework. This is how we live. This is who we are. And while you're in Colossians chapter three, specifically verses one through 13, you can dig in and look at and identify in what area you can grow. You can grow. And that's our first step. It's our first message. It's our first week together here at Living Redefined. Thanks so much for being here. Let me pray for you. I'll let you go. Father, thanks so much for this day, for this time, for this season of life, for the year that we have ahead, Lord, for 2022, second day of the year, when we find ourselves here listening, Lord, with open hands and open hearts, ready to receive and to be everything that you have for us and everything that you've called us to be, Father. God, I ask that you would help the people who are here with me now to see themselves how you see them, Lord, to be who you've called them to be, Lord, I ask you to help them to love themselves how you love them so they can have the confidence and the peace to carry on with the mission of the gospel in their area. It's not about doing anything different, Lord. I just ask them to help them show people who you are through their actions every day that would spark a conversation with somebody, that would fill a seat somewhere on a Sunday, that would help somebody make a decision to follow you. I love you for that. I love you for letting me be a part Thank you for the people who support this ministry. Thank you for helping us all to move forward in our faith, to grow deeper with you, to hold fast this year, to hold fast to our belief, to stand together as believers and to focus on you. I love you. Thank you for an amazing day and a great week ahead, a great new year. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being here. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon.